0: Welcome to the ICANN Podcast. The ICANN Podcast is the podcast for the Indiana Catholic Conference. The Catholic Conference serves as the public policy voice for the church on behalf of the five Catholic dioceses in Indiana. Welcome back to the ICANN Podcast. This is Alexander here with Angela again to give you the update for this week. Uh, There's a couple of bills that are moving through quickly that we've talked about before. And we don't want to bring those up again in this podcast, but we encourage you to look at our ICANN report for the latest updates on a few of those. And I'm just going to mention some of those bill numbers. One of them is uh, 357. That's the bill about cemeteries that we opposed. There's also the uh, carbon credits bill, 373, that we supported. In addition to that, there's the TANF eligibility bill, which we talked about just recently. That's 233. That one passed out of the Senate. Uh, Another one that passed out of the Senate that we oppose is the wetlands bill, 389. And the final one that passed out of the Senate which we supported was Essential Services Bill 263. And that's one we hadn't covered in our podcast, but that one uh, designates uh, religious services as essential services and can't be restricted any more in uh, emergency orders from the governor than any other essential services. So we would be happy to see that one pass out of the Senate. So for this week, we're going to talk about three different issues. The first one is a bill on the death penalty. We just have a little bit to say about this one. Then we have uh, a a bill about driving privileges for uh, immigrants. And then the final one is a series of bills on school choice and school choice expansion. So first, we're going to start with the death penalty bill um, that's Senate Bill 252, and that one just had some committee hearings this week. Angela, will you tell us about this bill and what's going on with it?
1: The death penalty bill would limit the death penalty being used as uh, punishment unless it was a case that involved the death of a law enforcement officer or the death of two or more people. Now, the Catholic Church opposes the death penalty in all forms, but we are realistic here in the state of Indiana and so any limitations on the death penalty, um, we, in, we support. This bill, though, um, because there were some questions about it valuing, valuing two lives over just one life, which is a devastating loss, um, particularly to you know the family members. This bill looks like it's going to be sent to a summer study committee to do some work on and then perhaps be revised and then come back.
0: Great. So uh, the next one we're going to cover is this bill uh, regarding driving privileges. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And that's um, the one that's most important is the one that's in the Senate. It's 319. There's a similar one in the House, but we'll just talk about the one in the Senate because it's slightly
1: different. Driving privileges would allow undocumented or people who are unable because of their status to get a regular driver's license. And this bill was brought up last year, didn't get a lot of traction, but this year there are a lot of interested parties. The ICC was contacted by a group of very ambitious students from Notre Dame, and they've done research over the summer, and they have a lot of information about states that do provide these privileges. There are, I want to say, almost 20 states as well as the District of Columbia that allow driving cards or driving privileges for um, the status of people. They found that over time, uh, when you have this driving privilege, there are fewer accidents. Um, To get the driving privilege, you have to show financial responsibility. And uh, so we're working with the group from Notre Dame. In Evansville, the director of Hispanic Ministries has been contacted. Um, She was able to meet with the mayor as well as the chief of police, and they both support this bill. And so we're excited to see all the involvement across the state on getting this passed.
0: Mm-hmm. there's two things about it that struck me in addition to what you said. But the first one was the data seems pretty strong in favor of this bill, just from a, that perspective of looking at, OK, what are the benefits to this? And the second thing is the uh, when this bill is passed in other states, how bipartisan that was, because I think when we when we think about issues related to undocumented migrants, we think that that is often uh, a very contentious Partisan issue right Um, But in this case I think We were I was a little bit surprised In how um, bipartisan These this legislation Has passed out of other states and I think We're hoping for a similar Um, support here from legislators in Indiana.
1: I think one of the reasons um, that it has garnered bipartisan support in other places is because of the data that they can show that there is a a financial impact and uh, a health and safety that, you know, benefits all the members of the state. Absolutely.
0: So uh, stay tuned for more on that one. We'll see if it gets anywhere in the committees, but we will have an action alert out about that one if you would like to contact your legislators in either the House or the Senate. So the last bill is school choice. This one, uh, we actually just this week had some pretty important testimony on these bills on both the uh, House and the Senate side, but we're more focused on the one on the House side. It's a little more robust. And 1005 has a couple of things that it does for the school choice program. For one, it expands the eligibility uh, to qualify for the program to 300%. Of free and reduced lunch. So currently it's at 150, which for a family of four with two kids, um, that would mean about $70,000 uh, of income for that family. So this would expand it, uh, double that in a number of years.
1: Now, the uh, the bills in the Senate are very similar. There's um, bill Four 412 and 413. 412 would establish the educational savings account and 413 would, um, doesn't go all the way up to the 300%, but it does simplify, you know, with the 90%. Uh, importantly, in both on the House and the Senate side, uh, a pathway that's, that has less obstacles for foster Kids and siblings. Um, there's a lot of opposition from the public sector saying we're taking money away from teachers who deserve it. Um, that we that public funds sh- should go to public schools, but we all pay um, taxes, and so I I believe that you know those who believe that a private school education is best for their children. Some of their money should be able to go to that also. The
0: church seems pretty clear on the position that a school, whether it's private or, or public, religious, especially our Catholic schools, all should be funded well. Make sure that children have the resources they need to succeed. In addition, that parents are the primary educators of their children. So that's the that's one of the that's at the heart of the church's advocacy on this issue.
1: You can have a great quality public school, but that still not be the best choice for a family for their child. So we're not talking about, you know, the quality and people, you know, leaving public schools because they believe they're inferior. At the end, it's what's best, you know, for the child and that the family has decided that.
0: Absolutely. So that's all of our issues for this week. Thank you for joining us. Please check out our ICANN report, which has all of these issues that we've talked about and more as well as the status of these bills at the State House. We ask you to pray for us as we do for you and reach out to us if you have any questions at all. Thanks. God bless.